0: The following podcast is improvised satire and all characters are fictional. Hello, I'm Dean Ardenfeld. This is the podcast where I interview employees of the many subsidiaries of my favorite multinational conglomerate, Hogswood Cooper Media. I'm glad you're here. Welcome to the corporation. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome back to the corporation and happy Juneteenth, whatever the heck that means. You know, I've been trying to avoid learning about CRT and BLM and ACAB and all that liberal hooey. I basically just plug my ears and close my eyes and say, la, 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 la. It's the same thing I've been doing every time the new Mission Impossible trailer comes on TV because I don't want it spoiled. Anyway, this episode is great. First, I spoke with the head of finance for a hospital. He talked about the importance of saddling the less fortunate with a mountain of high interest medical debt. Then I talked to a ghostwriter who authors memoirs for conservative celebrities. We did this interview in my studio. I think you're gonna love it. And hey, when you have a minute, I could really use a five-star review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen. You may notice in this episode that there's no ad in the middle. Um, That's because my sponsor this week dropped out after he saw the scarcity of reviews that I had on Spotify. I kept telling him I have dozens of loyal listeners, but without the reviews to back it up, I guess Casper mattresses didn't want anything to do with old Dean Ardenfell. Okay, let's jump into it, shall we? I hope you enjoy this brand new episode of The Corporation. My first guest is the head of finance at Generational Health a state-of-the-art private hospital in Houston, Texas. He is responsible for getting uninsured patients set up with a Gen Hell credit card and, of course, collecting on those who default down the line. In his spare time, he collects DVD box sets of 90s sitcoms. Please welcome Nordstrom Pinkett.
1: Hi, Dean. Thank you for having me.
0: So you make sure that the people who get medical care uh, pay for it.
1: Yeah, they, I feel like they had, they had it too good for too long in, in a lot of ways.
0: Did they? Have they ever had it too good?
1: Yeah, uninsured. I mean, with the whole Medicaid, you know, they were getting the free. Sure, sure. Yeah, and now I just think they they deserve some interest you know
0: sure absolutely yeah um and and you know so you get into a situation where someone comes in and they can't afford to pay for something and you you hook them up you get them uh, all set up with your with your uh in-house hospital credit card the gen hell card
1: yep we'll give them a gen hell card you know we have our regular we have our platinum we have our rewards program really? so really yeah we'll cover you but then yeah. you will owe us yeah. Quite handsomely.
0: I see, I see. Well, When you say rewards points, what does that mean?
1: So that would be like broken bone, concussion, any sort of major operation uh, okay. <coughs> would require uh the the those those rewards points to be added to the account so So
0: in the same way that if i go to a coffee shop and i order multiple coffees you punch my card a bunch of times if i break a bunch of bones and on different occasions and i keep coming in then i get rewards on my card
1: yeah you you break two arms (laughs) the first legs free sort of a deal
0: wow wow does that incentivize people hurting themselves to try to bring down their debt uh
1: you know, actually, no, because it goes the opposite, where the more hurt they get, the the higher their debt will be. Um, okay. Yeah, they, they will have more rewards, but they're going to be, you know, right. crippling I see. financial ruin.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so in other words, like, uh, they are earning points, but at the same time, they're also accruing much more medical debt.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and yeah. probably some physical therapy problems down the line as well, yeah. which we will cash in on that. You okay, know, so once.
0: that's how you keep people from gaming the system and just co- just breaking their arms to get more points. Is that they also they also charge them when they break their arm? Exactly. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like drinking salt water when you're thirsty. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then you get into a situation where now you've got them instead of having uh, owing the hospital money they owe to this, you know, credit card that's got exorbitant uh, kind of interest rates and, and such. So when that happens uh, and someone's not paying or, you know, whatever, how do you, how do you go after them to make sure that you're you're getting what you need, you know, what you deserve?
1: Well, so we really want to be careful. You know, we don't like to do any sort of physical enforcing uh, that would result in injury. Hmm. Because that's a little too on the nose. That that would just seem like we're hurting people to get them to use. Right. our So we we do not. I just want to reiterate, we do not hurt patients or customers sure. that owe us money. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. You're not you're not a loan shark.
1: But sometimes you know they uh, fall on some pretty unfortunate circumstances while owing us a significant amount of cash. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know
0: you. Um you have a bunch of like sort of normal stuff where, you, you know, you'll you'll garnish their wages, right? Or, mm-hmm. um, you know, take them to court, right? But you're saying there's other things that might happen to them that are sort of, you know, maybe we can't prove that it's you guys, but maybe it's like really... Really messing with their life. Hey, better get your life in order.
1: We described that as just unfortunate coincidence, really. Yeah, um, yeah. What no, kind of
0: unfortunate coincidence might someone fall upon who owes you money?
1: Okay, so we had we had an elderly patient uh, who, who was undergoing a lot of operations and you know treatments and th- things of that nature, mm. and uh, she could not afford to pay us, and uh, we didn't care. We were totally understanding. We 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 stood by her through whatever. You know, we we just reminded her that those rewards points would keep growing and uh, really terrible. She fell down some stairs and uh, and then somehow she paid us, which um, huh. we don't know why it took a bad accident for her to want to to compensate us for our service, but that's just how it happened. And I understand how bad that looks, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, yeah, we did not. It was just we, – Was we, there
0: any investigation as to the cause of that or no?
1: Yeah, we had a couple – a couple of folks from uh, Generation Health take a look at it. but uh, oh, yeah, Internally, yeah. internal, yeah. of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. We didn't want to bother the FBI or any of the real... You know, those yeah, guys yeah. are busy. We That's sure, fine. Sure, sure. Yeah. So we, we did. We looked into it, and it turned out, you know, it was just a clumsy old lady. So Wow, wow. Yeah,
0: yeah. just a coincidence then. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so when people say, you know, that you guys are no better than a loan shark and in some ways worse, uh, you know, how do you respond to that?
1: Um, I think... I like to point out that, you know, most loan sharks don't offer platinum membership so that really is what separates us from some of these lower level criminal organizations we are all about the rewards and the benefits to our our customers
0: yeah and you and you know uh, a loan shark also doesn't mend you when he when he breaks your kneecaps you know exactly yeah we are in the business of mending people not hurt harming them
1: exactly why would we want to hurt people just because we benefit from those injuries. Why yeah. would we want? That? I don't
0: know. It must be hard not to have some judgment when people keep coming back and wanting free medical care. Essentially, they're trying to game the system and get free medical care and obviously they've been too lazy to go out and get their own jobs or whatever or can't afford it. Does that ruffle your feathers when someone comes in, "Oh, I hurt myself again. I don't have money."
1: Yeah, a little bit. We do. We have we have sort of a trapdoor policy for those cases where I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's like it's if they really can't, but there's no option for them to pay financially or you know to 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 merit uh receiving our our treatments i guess uh mm-hmm. we there's in that main lobby area the floor is collapsible so wow. we'll just send them right back out to the sidewalk <laughs>
0: wow so what i'm picturing is some kind of it must be sort of like like water slide esque. you're not gonna yeah, yeah. they're not gonna drop 50 feet on, you know well they
1: a, do they do drop 50 feet but oh. then there's an it's a, it's a it's a it's a safe sort of slide <laughs> i say. that shoots them right back up it, they go down far enough I'm not on the scientific side of You're things. You're not the I'm engineer who designed
0: this, yeah. But
1: but it is sort of like they they get spit back out. Yeah, sure, sure. And it's they're fine. We
0: Yeah, I mean it wouldn't it wouldn't behoove you to further harm somebody, right? No, Spe-
1: of course, yeah. Now,
0: I mean, you got a person who is actively hurt looking for some kind of a medical care and you are dropping a trapdoor on them and making them go on a water slide to the sidewalk
1: we had we ensured that all you know sharp corners and things like that were covered up yeah yeah through but the tra-
0: what if i have like a you know broken femur and then suddenly you're you're releasing the trapdoor and i'm on a water slide
1: well, I certainly hope if you have a broken femur, you didn't also break your sense of adventure because it is quite a fun little ride.
0: Wow, that's incredible. So, um, uh, so sitcoms, you, you you collect DVD box sets of uh, 90s sitcoms.
1: Yep, yeah, that's true. Um, wow. I don't have a lot of free time, but w- in my free time, mm. I am a big fan of not really watching them, to be honest with you, Dean. No. But, uh, but I do like to collect. Um, sure. I've got, you know, Full House. Seinfeld wow, family matters I think was had a run in the 90s for <laughs> some part sure. of it
0: I, I got a list right here I could I could li- list out you tell me whether you have the box set or not okay let's do it <gasps> home improvement
1: yep got fresh it. prince yep the nanny I'm, I'm missing a few but
0: the uh just shoot me
1: the yes I have all of that king of queens yes of course
0: boy meets world well uh, yep step by step
1: yeah all of them will and grace yep frazier no I don't like frazier <laughs>
0: That's the last one I have. Okay, perfect. Um, uh, Interesting, interesting. Well, I I do want to move on to my second guest here, but I hope you'll stick around. Sure, yeah, yeah. Great, great. Well, folks, uh, my second guest today turns great thinkers into great writers. We're going to find out what that means. But first, let's pause and hear a quick word from our sponsor. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. And we're back. I'd like to remind you at this point, as I do every show, that I, Dean Ardenfell, am not and have never been an employee of Hogswood Cooper Media or any of its subsidiaries. Okay, we've been talking to Nordstrom Pinkett from Generational Health, and now I'd like to bring in my second guest who works for a totally different subsidiary of Hogswood Cooper. He's the in-house ghost writer at Right Wing Publishing, that's W-R-I-T-E, a niche publisher of celebrity memoirs. He works with conservative politicians, pundits, and other prominent people, distilling their life story, personal ideology, and political ambitions into a best-selling book that humanizes them in the eyes of the public on weekends he makes his own gorp please welcome devin Pefson. hey devin hello dean how are you uh, i'm great so you work with these uh these very important people
2: and, and write their books for them huh that's that's right you know these wow. these people they've got a lot to do and they they really sure. can't write all the things that they've done down and and frankly they shouldn't no, of course not. No. And, and we all have a sort of a tacit understanding in this uh, society that when someone comes out with a book, they probably didn't write a lot of it. Right. That's right. And, and it would be terrible if they did because a, I wouldn't have a job and, and sure. B, um, a lot of times they don't really, they don't really know how to trim the fat, you know, and sometimes oh, they think everything's important. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I you know, just like things that have been important to them, um, and f- shaped who they are. A lot of times that can just go. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah and, and do you find yourself inventing things to, to replace those? Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Those you origin know. stories. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, not everything has to be a Michael Bay movie, but it should start to approach that on some level, for sure. Sure.
0: Yeah. Especially in the conservative media, you want to make someone look tough and strong, and uh, you know, and and their uh, their origin story has to be a tough
2: and strong. Yes. Origin story. Exactly. Like sometimes they've got a strong woman in their life. We can change that right to a strong man. Oh, can absolutely. we? absolutely. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't want to emasculate most of most of our politicians. Yeah. So, uh, so in other words, uh, you'd prefer to have. The story of a
0: male conservative celebrity, for instance, have a lot of strong men in their life, maybe some... Uh you know, very domestic women, uh, very exactly, nurturing exactly. women, right? Right. Nurturing. Exactly. Sure. Sure. Yeah.
2: There's a, there's a time and place. Yeah. 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 yeah a lot of times it's, it's funny cause it's so okay. hard to find that in real life. So, uh, yeah. a lot, it has to be invented. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh,
0: what, what, what are some th- other go-tos that you like to put in your books uh, to make people look
2: good? Ooh, you know, a lot of times, you know, <sighs> these, these politicians, they've, they've had some run-ins and, and with, things that they've said or or paint that they've worn. And a lot of times you just have to, you've got to humanize that you've got to say, yes, this, 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 something bad happened to this
0: person. And I mean, you know, you're judged on all sorts of things, tweets you you tweeted five years ago or paint you wore 10 years ago now and people the liberal media is coming for you and trying to cancel you but like i say lean into it you know in in a book in book form you know you can you can control the narrative you
2: can definitely start to yeah you got to use that wind put that into your sails and, and just move forward with that so um yeah. So when you're trying to write a book for somebody, um, what, what are some of the
0: questions you like to ask them to, to gain enough, like just enough uh, really important information that you can believably write a book in their in their voice?
2: Yeah. Basically, I've got to Google them and just see what what's. Oh, they what's don't talk to you out. at all. No, I would prefer not to because a lot of times oh. they, they use their own words and that, that gets in my head. And oh, I, I don't, see. I don't want to do that. I see. I see. I don't really want. Yeah, it's like to a famous
0: down. actor playing someone who's still alive. Sometimes they want to do a ride along with them, and sometimes they don't want to oh, meet yeah, them at all. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah, I, I, wouldn't recommend it.
0: No. Uh, have ta- you, have you had to, to?
2: Yeah, I've talked to some of my clients, and um, they're really, they're really not helping themselves out. I see. Yeah, I see. they just, just the, the, things that they believe and say, and the way that they say them, and, and it's, ah. it's, you know, the way they come across is indefensible. And uh, my job is to. Take what they've done uh-huh. and and make it uh, palatable. Sure,
0: sure. So how do you how do you take something? Super egregious that someone might have said in public and on the record, and turned that in the book into something that you know makes them look more humanized. Yeah,
2: there's absolutely there's so many directions to go. Do you here. make I excuses mean, for them? Like, how do you do it? Yeah, you. I mean, that's one level. That's level one. <laughs> sure. You know, but that's amateur stuff. Making an excuse. Uh, usually, I I Tris try to I. You know, there's a lot of places I can go here. Uh They didn't. Say that at all. And it was, there was a denial. Just denial, plain denial. Uh, That works a lot. That works surprisingly. Surprisingly And then you got to make more noise after that. But that's up to them. That's a different. uh, You can reframe the narrative there. Uh, You can say that they were going through, you know, you can get a lot of sympathy if they're going through a tough time. Ah. Let's say, you know, they're really anti-drug and then they get caught doing drugs. Hmm. But doing drugs is kind of inherently sad. So you can kinda you can kinda gain some sympathy there. And then they can go right back to really criminalizing drugs. Because now that they've had the experience, they they know they have that no one should do that. And though they didn't see any jail time, there should be tons and tons of jail time for that sort of thing. So does that work for everything? Like for
0: instance if a conservative politician is like super anti gay and then he gets caught in a bathroom in an airport uh you know with another guy uh, can that, can that same strategy work? Oh, like, absolutely. Oh, I've been gay in the past and now I know what, it, how evil it is or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they
2: were, they were, they were temporarily afflicted. Yeah. as it sure. were. And yeah. the, you know, the, sometimes it, these things spike, you know, it's yeah. just like, yeah, I mean, nobody likes polio uh, and you shouldn't. Uh huh. Get polio but it happens sometimes it happens you know and then you you get it and you get over it is my understanding i'm not really a doctor but no so i are you are not i mean i'm pretty confused which is probably the state you, That's want it. Me you in. can't you can't make sense because mm. if you do I people see. can make another argument and you just want to stop right. that you just right. need a tornado of nonsense and just just whip things into the air it doesn't matter what you know that's why a sheaf of wheat can pierce an oak tree you know like it doesn't matter what it is it doesn't just get it going spinning around going really fast and uh, there you have it. I, ma- I imagine it's real hard when the liberal media wants to
0: pull out some quote that's all damning and everything of, from the guy's book. They go looking through a 200-page book looking for something that's terrible. Yeah, and there's going to be something, right? Yeah, it's, 200
2: yeah. pa- it's 200 pages.
0: Yeah, and and you, and as I understand, you write these books in about four days. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How
2: do you do that? Well, there's some, there's some substances. But um, uh-huh, for the most uh-huh. part, you know, I get myself into a mostly meditative Mm. drug-assisted state, okay, uh, and then just really just cram these out. Uh, And again, like, it doesn't matter what it is. You just need speed and spinning. Speed and spin. Yeah,
0: everything's spun so that if I pulled any part of your book out, it's going to seem like nonsense,
2: right? Uh, It's going to seem like nonsense. And then you've got to compare it to other parts of the book. So if someone comes up with a quote from the book that, you know, the lamestream media will spin into something uh, to look make you know, the politician look bad it just make it sad. Yeah. You know, I afflicted by affluenza, for instance, and it's going around. Mm-hmm. It makes you, it, it makes you not realize what's right or wrong. Exactly. Right? And yeah. th- these poor people, they just have no idea. It's interesting. I, I'm
0: sensing f- from you two, it's two sort of opposing things, which is on the one hand, it seems like you are almost resentful of these people for the fact that they can't write for anything, and they, and and you don't want to talk to them because most of the time they're not very helpful. Um, and yet, on the other hand, it's your job to defend them and to, to make them look good, um, which you seem to take very seriously.
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. You you take a picture of a volcano, but you don't need to go. You know what I mean? Like, okay. you don't need to wade through it. You don't need to okay. interact with it. That's kind of what I'm doing here. You know, we're just yeah. taking a snapshot. It's going to look good. Okay. And, and uh, how can I
0: make this? Naturally occurring destructive force look beautiful when in, inherently it's destructive. Exactly,
2: exactly, and it and, and that's just it. You you get yeah. to reframe it. You know, yeah, you wow. see a volcano and there's lightning striking into it, and yeah. it's and it's horrifying inherently. Sure, uh, but, but then you can't look away. You can't. In its terrible beauty, there is some sort of perfection wow. to it. And uh, that's what we—that's what we want to capture. That's it. Absolutely, yeah. Well, that's so—it's so interesting. And you make your own gorp. I make my own gorp. Do you add other things to it? And what—what what got you into making gorp? Well, I, again, I—I I need to hit that meditative state. I'm—I'm I'm cranking out. I see. Two hundred, three hundred page books. In—in yeah. four evenings. Sure, and, sure. uh So yeah, I—I I do add other things. You know, sometimes rice crackers. Okay. <laughs> Like you crumbled know. up rice crackers? Crumble, it was, and then things that look like crumbled up rice crackers, you know. Okay. So
0: there's some sort of substances in there as well. Is that what you're saying?
2: Yeah. You no, know, I'm just saying that if a white powder gets in there, that's inherently, uh, you know, energizing, sure. then that's, there's not a problem with that. Okay. And th- that's just me. I do just you live alone or are you? I do live alone. Okay. Because yeah. that seems
0: like something you would want to fall in the hands of the wrong family member.
2: No, exactly. Man, I, I had my uh, mother make gorp one time and oh, it yeah. was just a disaster. Your mother um, made it. Yeah, there are craisins in it, and it was absolutely insane. Okay, see, so I'm glad it didn't go the other
0: way, because <laughs> you said your your mother made it, and it was a disaster. But it would have been probably a, a bigger disaster. If she made should it. not
2: have my gorp. No, that's what no, I'm saying. Yeah. she would not. This is the the culmination of of many years For of sure. of of withstanding former gorps. I see. pale in comparison to. So the you current. were like,
0: mom puts craisins in this. I'm gonna put cocaine in it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. we're just going to no go rules. on and There's yeah, no rules. Right. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and if this gets out, like, sure. it's fine. In my book, it'll be spun very nicely. The great part is you
0: have total anonymity, right? No one knows who you are or
2: that you even exist in this whole in pipeline. This, in the, as far as my, my, my name could be dragged through so much mud and blood, and it would be fine because right. it's, it's their name on the book.
0: That's true. And, 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 sure. and if they're
2: anything, sure. me being famously a mess and still operating is actually a great advertisement. Sure. I mean, maybe one day you'll have a ghostwriter write about your ex. I never did blackface, but I I've, (laughs) I've doctored some photos of myself doing it just to show people. Oh, wow. Just the, what is possible through the power of spin. Interesting. Why would you want to make people think that you had done blackface? You know, it's just—it's—it's just it's, it's like a self-advertisement. Gotcha. You don't get any cred
0: in the conservative media unless you've been at a frat party to, wearing you blackface. You need to go nuts, absolutely.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know, Point you taken. need to not Point say taken.
0: boofing is a drinking game? You need yeah, to—you right. need to own it. Uh, that's amazing, and I—I want to bring back my first guest here and see what he has to say about all this. If you have any uh, thoughts about it, Nordstrom, what do you—what are you thinking here?
1: I—I'm honestly really a fan of what—what what it sounds like you have going on over there. I just love the idea of you know, sort of distilling somebody's. Actual beliefs or feelings into something a little less, uh, you know, harmful for for my own company's reputation. Oh,
2: know? absolutely! I mean, I think that the work that your company does is actually incredible. You are taking low-income people, you are connecting them with healthcare, and you are driving the capitalism in America. And I think all of those are inherently good things.
1: Thank you. I mean, that means a lot to hear. Um, I hope you don't spin that in your book. Um.
2: How would you spend this? For
0: instance, I know the hospital, often because you're in Texas there, you're getting a lot of people coming from over the border and then they get hurt and then they come in and they don't speak any English and you famously don't have any translators there. Yep. So you got all these people, you're talking them into signing this high interest credit card when they get hurt. Um, so, you know, some might say, Devin, that this organization is a predatory lending organization. How would you spin that if you were writing the memoir for the hospital?
2: Well, first of all, it's the fact that you are working with underprivileged people that have just come across the board is is just incredible. Wow, there That's you just, go. You're there just doing is. incredible work. Right,
1: because then, yeah, otherwise they would come in and not be in tremendous medical debt, which I think doesn't make sense.
0: No, that doesn't make sense. So, again, like it's someone just, might say to you, these people have suffered enough. We're already exploiting them. They're already our migrant workers. They're all uh, undocumented, sending money home to their families. They're, they're a high workplace accident rate. And then they come in to l- get some kind of m- uh, medical assistance and they're not citizens. So they're terrified they're going to get deported.
2: And then they end up in debt. Well, they're they're experienced sufferers. Would you want an inexperienced sufferer?
1: Devin, I like the cut of your jib, my friend.
2: Thank you, Nordstrom. It was well.
0: And that's the show, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Nathan Hartswick playing Dean Ardenfeld. Nordstrom Pinkett was played by Liam Welsh. Liam is a stand up comedian who performs all over New England. He co hosts the show Free Stuff at Lincoln's in Burlington, Vermont. Devin Pefson was played by Jason Gonzalez. Jason is an improviser and a coffee connoisseur who lives in Burlington. His improv duo, We Robot, won the March Madness 2-Prov Tournament at Vermont Comedy Club in 2023. You can follow this podcast at The Corporation Pod on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube, and visit the website at thecorporationpod.com. Please subscribe, review, tell your friends about the show, and if you're in the Burlington area, stop by and see a show at Vermont Comedy Club and say hi. See you next week.